And welcome to another episode of the Marketing Matters podcast. This is a slightly unusual one, and I've described this as episode 7A because we were actually planning to go on to a new new season this week, but we just... Over the last couple of weeks, we've had some examples uh, where we've just been thinking about and talking about the whole joined up e-business side. So we thought we'd just have a bit of a special today and talk about some examples of where being joined up in e-business would have been useful when maybe they weren't. But before we get into all of that, I should welcome my fellow podcaster as usual, David. So hello, David. Hi there. And uh, the weather forecast today is slightly unusual because it's actually dark because we're doing this at the end of the day because it's been quite busy in the office today. So we wanted to wait till everybody had calmed down. So I don't really know what the weather's doing. I think it's been fairly nice today, but a little bit drizzly. But, uh, well, it can't be that nice because I came in in my car rather did, than on did, my bike. You? Which, uh, yeah, which suggests Always means rain. It, which suggests it's been raining today. But anyway, moving on to the subject in hand. As I say, we, we basically just thought it would be good to show some real-world examples of where people perhaps haven't been joined up and where this has sort of led to a less than perfect experience. The first ones, David, is is yours, isn't it? It was some magnetic cables that you, you thought about buying for... Well, I actually bought you one for Christmas, didn't I? And then you decided... That, that, was, that was the start. Yeah, I think it's an issue that everybody faces from sooner or later, and that is with all these various devices that we tend to have these days, and the fact that they all seem to have different connectors on them to charge them up. Well, they tend to have a USB at one end, but the end that goes into the device, there's at least three or four different common standards that people use. And, and as a consequence, when, well, certainly my experience is when you want to charge up device A, you can only find the charger with the plug for devices B and C and so forth. So it was, uh, it is an issue. And yeah, the, the, this particular product was a one where the, the bit that fitted into the plug that fitted into the device was actually separate from the cable and the two were connected by a magnet, which meant you could have a plug suitable for your device and you just keep that plugged into your device and then all you need is all the same cable that have a magnetic connector and they just connect to whichever device you want. And it made a lot of sense to me. And yeah. as I say... You... And to me, because I bought you one. As, and, yeah. and specifically at Christmas, I decided I couldn't buy you one of the cheap knockoffs. So I actually bought you the sort of the original premium version of it. And uh... Well, I, I think that that's where the story starts yeah. because I agreed with you. that I mean, You'd actually said to me that, oh, I'm, I'm not quite sure when uh, when your Christmas present's going to arrive yeah. and maybe that should have been the first, <laughs> uh, the, the yeah. first warning. But anyway, it arrived and it, it was great and I started using it and was very pleased and, yes, it very much did what it said on the tin. So we thought, okay, well, let's buy some more for so that we can spread them around so wherever I am, whenever I'm going, I've got one of these magnetic cables ready to charge whatever I want to charge. I went on the website. The website looked fine. I placed an order for some more. All looked good. And I immediately got a, a reply email saying, thank you very much. We're a small family business. We really appreciate your business. Oh, and here's, um, if you want to place another order, here's a voucher for 10% off or whatever. And it was all very keen. And they said, oh, well, yes, we'll carefully package up your order and we'll give you a tracking number. It'll be tracked and you should get it within five working days or three to five working days. And all sounded great. Then nothing. And mm. uh, I was expecting a tracking number. No, nothing came. Then I thought, well, hang on. They said three to five days. Well, it's three to five working days. So I just held my breath and five days came and nothing. And then 
interestingly, I went to one of the emails they'd sent me. In fact, I think it was the one that had got the uh, voucher code on it. And at the bottom, it said, if you've got any questions, just reply to this email. It'll be fine. So I replied to the email and my reply bounced. The email address that they they were quoting on their website, on their email, did not work. And I thought, hmm, this isn't great. So at that point, I started to think, well, I still like the concept, so I'm going to start looking around. And what I discovered was that quite a lot, there were, there were lots of other similar magnetic cables available, but most of them, and this is something I'll, anybody who follows this up, just to warn you, most of them are only, and they'll only charge at a fairly slow rate, whereas this premium one that I got was both charging and data transfer and it would charge at a fast charge rate, which is really what I, what, what I think you need for most devices. And um, so I started looking around, and, and yes, most of what I could find was, it was cheap, but it was charging only, and it, it wasn't quite right. Oh. Then I did find one that looked like it was fast charging, it was data transfer, and to be honest, looking at the pictures of what I could see, it looked kind of similar to these, these ones I'd already got, but to be fair, it was half the price. So I left things another 24 hours, still heard nothing, sent another email, it bounced, it was getting nowhere there. So I was starting to lose confidence a little bit. So I thought, do you know what? I want one of these cables. So I'm going to take a punt and buy one of these cheap ones, the cheaper ones that look like it ticks mm. all the boxes. And it was just not quite half the price. It was, it was a big difference. Anyway, as happens, I got two days later, I received two packages, both the ones that I've been waiting for for well over a week and the ones that I'd just ordered. And as it turns out, although one was half the price of the other, the products themselves were identical. In fact, there was an, an extra bonus in the cheaper one that I think made it a, a better deal. But but I think the point that, that I'm, I'm sort of going on a bit about what, what it was, but I think that the important thing to draw on this is that you can be really focused in looking to get that order from your customer but you really must consider what your relationship with the customer is once you've got the order once you've got the order and got the money maybe it ticks your boxes but it absolutely doesn't tick the customer's boxes mm. and particularly when you've said you're going to do something and then you don't do it mm. is is a real no-no and okay yes I got the product it actually came not quite at the time they said it was going to, but give or take, it was a day or two later. Yeah. But the fact that they didn't send me any tracking details when they said they were going to, the fact that they were saying, reply to this email if you've got any questions, and then the email address that they're, they're offering doesn't work. And this was a UK is a UK company, so it's not like it was a, a long-range thing. And it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. And the problem that they've got is I have now discovered I can buy that exactly the same product. And as I said, it's got... And you're now it, telling everybody else that. <laughs> it, it, com it comes with a, an extra added bonus that I think makes it a better product at significantly lower cost and with a much better service. I have to say that the, the source was our friend Jeff, but yeah. say no more. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Amazon does what they say they're going to yeah. do. And, uh, yeah. and they're good at it. I'm and sorry. I think, and I think the moral of the story is by not delivering, following through and being joined up and giving you a good experience from right through, it encouraged you to go and shop around and look elsewhere. And so the chances are, if it had all been great, you'd have probably gone back to them 
in the future and you'd have, you'd have been less likely to shop around. In this case, you've shopped around and it's probably they're not going to get another order from you. Uh, well, so. the real problem is that the benefit of there is no value in their, yeah. their premium cost delivers absolutely no nothing. Value, yeah. And I think it's interesting. I was reading, a, a, saw in one of my news feeds today, there was an article from a technology business and e-consultancy that was talking about the new importances about nurturing rather than acquisition and the idea that in the past people have spent a lot of effort in, in getting new customers, but actually those customers are very expensive to get. So what you need to be doing is nurturing them and making sure that once you've got a good customer, that you make sure that they're ordering again and you get as much value out of those those customers as possible. And the sort of experience that you've had in that and the sort of experience I'll describe in a minute doesn't encourage you to do that. It, it, you've got to, it's not just about getting that customer, it's about nurturing them I, th- I think yeah I being, think it, yeah it's the, it's the whole joined up thing I, and I think it's very simple it's it's a classic example of it's not just about cost no it's it is about value it's about the whole proposition that as I say I'm talking about a product that was significantly more expensive mm. if they had delivered on their on their offer on their promises I wouldn't be having this conversation mm. because I would just be raving about what a great product it was yeah but as it is as I say Yes, it's a great product, but as a customer, I found a much better supplier mm. who is more reliable, more consistent, and significantly mm. cheaper for the same product. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, there's a moral in that one. Now, the second example is one, this is one uh, that I've had experience of over the last couple of weeks, which was around buying a cover for some, some garden furniture. I won't go into the details of what it was. But I was looking around for something, and this, this furniture was slightly unusual shape. So I went to, I found a, a place that they said they would create a bespoke cover and you you uploaded some sort of designs and drawings of what it we want covering and they said they would cover it you know create something specifically for that and I thought it was great you know it wasn't hugely expensive it was it wasn't you know it was actually a good price as well and the delivery was good so everything it sounded sounded absolutely fantastic so I I ordered it and it came you know, and the, again, the exchange when I was was ordering it was very helpful, and I clarified exactly the sizes of the what it was I wanted to cover, and they said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll make something, and we'll send you a, uh, a mock up so you can check all the sizes before we make it." All sounded great, so I said, "Okay," and gave them the order, and then about I don't know, probably a week later, I just got an email saying, "Your order is on its way." I hadn't seen a proof i hadn't seen anything i'd just been told they'd, they'd made it and it was on its way so i thought oh great what's going to arrive so anyway about it, they'd said it was it was on a week's shipping by ups uh, and they gave me a tracking number and i was able to track it but for various reasons it got stuck in the ups uh, system and i wanted to find out where it was so i emailed them to say can you chase up because when i spoke to ups they just said talk to the supplier so i went back to them and they basically just took the attitude well it's left our, our factory not our problem anymore and were very unhelpful so anyway to cut a long story short it eventually turned up it wasn't i mean it was a, it was a decent cover and it would do the job but it wasn't tailored to the product it was basically just a nice rectangular cover that would fit over that was very pretty standard and again it just left a slightly they hadn't delivered what they promised they promised something 
which was a bespoke cover for the bit of furniture I wanted. And the, the experience during the ordering was great and the promises were great, but actually they didn't deliver on that. And they didn't follow through in terms of the customer service during the delivery phase. And what I've got is, yeah, it's, it's okay, it does the job, but it's not, it's not the product that I wanted for. So I'm, the moral of that story is, again, I'm not as likely to go back to them as possible unless it's very cheap. So now I think they have, they have just turned themselves into a lowest common denominator. If I want a cheap cover for something, I'll go to them. If not, I'll probably have to look elsewhere. And again, purely because of the fact that they didn't deliver. If they hadn't promised what they were, they promised or they'd actually ter- delivered on it in there, it, I probably wouldn't feel like this. But as it is, a bit like David and his, his cables, I felt they did an awful lot to get my business in the first place, but then just didn't deliver and didn't follow through on that. And again, it's, it's, I'm, I'm unlikely to use them again. And I think it just reinforces this idea that it's not just about getting the order. It's about following through and delivering and creating that sort of relationship with, uh, with your customer that makes them likely to, to shop again. And I, th- I think I'd go a step further in both these cases. I think we must stress that, that these are just, they're perfect legitimate companies mm. doing, yeah, doing their business. And I think you hear on, on the, the sort of watchdog programs and what have you on TV, you hear about these horror stories where basically you've got people who are, you know, they're either potential or actual fraudsters who yeah. they just want to rip people off i think here in both of these examples these are absolutely not companies who are trying to rip anybody off they're just not very well organized and not thinking about the experience that the customer is having absolutely yes they both yeah. deliver the product more or less to specification but they definitely in both cases over promised and under delivered which yeah. is a it's it, ma- it makes life it's very difficult to sustain business and build relationships with with customers on if you if that's what you're going to do yeah absolutely and i think yeah it, and it, it is it's not through these people they're all very well intentioned and i'm sure they believe david's thing about it's a small company and yada yada they believe all of that and i'm sure these people that i got my cover of they believe everything that they they're just not able they don't have the systems in place to deliver that experience from beginning to end and i think they, they're just two examples i had a third example but actually i think we've as usual gone on a bit so i'm not, I'm not gonna sort of go into it but yeah they're just examples of how you can you know through it doesn't take a lot to actually just take that extra and make sure that you are not just focusing on the the order but you're also you're focusing right through the process and making sure all your touch points work your email connections work you know your your email address when you say reply to this address that it works make sure that you you know if you're giving a tracking number that it actually works and that just when you say you're going to do something you actually do it and if you do that and follow through I think you will get a much better, well, our experience is you get much more loyalty from your customers and you're much more likely to get that second order. And the second order is going to be far more profitable than the first one because you have, you've already got that customer. You don't haven't had to spend time winning that customer and sort of through or spending money on advertising or whatever it is. You've got that customer. So, you, you know, you want to nurture them because actually a loyal customer who orders again and again is going to be the profitable customer. 
Yeah. And I think I think the moral of the story is very simple. Do not overpromise and underdeliver. No. Well, it's always been our thing. It's, it's, my, my, one of my heroes is uh, uh, Scotty from Star Trek, who still would, would always start the episode telling him that uh, it, what he wanted was impossible. And by the end, you could always guarantee by the end of it, he'd have delivered. And I think I think that's a, a very uh, sound approach in, in well, business. I, yeah. And I, th- I think that there are obviously there are issues with <laughs> underpromising and overdelivering, but but uh, yeah. that's um, that's that's another. That's for yeah, another Scotty's time. problem was he knew that everybody knew that he that was the way he worked. So he'd uh... uh, and he was <laughs> he was in a, he was in in a limited environment yeah. where there was there was not much competition. So uh... he had a great Scottish accent as well. But anyway, uh, we're showing our age. I think going back to him. But I, so yeah, we just thought hopefully you, that you found that useful, and we just thought it would be good to just drop that that extra one in. We will. Uh, go back to our normal programming and we will start the the new season next time and looking at some of the tools we use in in running our business and where we found them useful in in solving real world sort of business issues and just sort of talk a little bit about our experience in those so that'll be next time until then if you want to go back and listen to the rest of this season you'll find them on uh, podcast.bsamarketing.com the post blog posts that go with it are on our blog on our website bsamarketing.com and you'll also find us on twitter and linkedin so until next time we will leave it there and just say goodbye and happy marketing bye